Support for Backseat Quarterbacks is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com. That is right, 20% off and free, nothing beats free, worldwide shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com. Benjamin, tell me a time where you've nicked your balls while trimming below the waist. Give me a story, my friend. That's what the listeners want to hear. Well, I won't go into too much detail, but let me just say, the, the adrenaline rush and the life flashing before your eyes, I mean, hey, I like roller coasters, but not in the nether region. Okay, that's not something I want to deal with. So um, I enjoy the peace of mind of the, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. I um, have used it multiple times now. Um, You're a daily you know, trimmer. Yes. I, I mean, uh, the best maintenance, right? If, if it's, uh, you know, you keep it maintained, you don't got to go, you know, do more work later. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, my, uh, that's my philosophy. But yeah, love it. Also, same philosophy with the, with the nose hairs. You do also, they do also offer a little a nose hair trimmer, you know? The worst thing I'd say is, is maybe go in and, and meet somebody on a first date and you got some long nose hairs coming out. That just looks oh, bad. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? You can't do that. Um, so you got to trim it up a little bit. I know Sterling has a huge problem with nose hairs. So he's probably been using that like a madman lately. Um, two days. Yeah, he's doing two days. Okay. Well, listen. We can fix your problems if you have a lot of nose hair or if you're constantly scraping your nuts with whatever you're using at this current time. Here's how we can do it. Yep. Get 20% off and free shipping. I can't get over that enough. Free shipping. That's a, if you're not shipping free, what are you doing at this point? Manscaped shipping free. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com that is 20% off with free free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code bsqb at checkout unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped Woo. hello stevie Hello. How are you doing today, my friend? Good. Just watched uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, I feel bad for you to go go watch that movie. Hopefully, you had a good time. Uh, Benny's not here. He's mid-flight. He's flying home uh, after spending Thanksgiving with his family. His family takes precedent over us. That's fine. Kind of That's offensive, fine. but eh, at least Steve's here. The Iron Stallion. Um, listen, a lot of good football games today. A lot of fun football games today and on thursday i'm gonna start on thursday real quick we don't usually do that the ref ever usually talk about thursday games. no we don't but we have to because i lost a lot of money on that cowboys game the referees in that game completely took it over 30 million people watch that game the most watched regular season football game since 1990 literally 30 years and 
what they do, or if I'm a casual fan and I'm just checking in with my family, I'm going to be like, I never want to watch football again with how they, with how they ref that game. Just disgusting. And I just want to say that the NFL for years, for years was against gambling and sports betting. They looked at it as extreme sinful behavior. They would never align themselves with DraftKings or FanDuel or any of these things. Now they have, and the refereeing has got dramatically worse. Now I'm not saying that these refs are, are threatening the integrity of the game, but it sure looks like it sometimes subjective penalties like PI or holding where you can call it almost on any play is just, is just a joke when you're doing it in extremely important moments, unless it's, unless it's obvious, I'm fine with an obvious PI or an obvious hold call, but when it's just subjective and you're just calling a slight Jersey touch, or for instance, the last PI in the Raiders game of face guarding, which isn't pass interference, uh, on a third and 18, rewarding bad throws with touch penalties. It's just a joke. Get it together. It's not just the players that have stake in these games. And I'm not even saying I have like huge stakes in these games, but there's millions of dollars at play that the, that refs making subjective calls are swinging. And it's annoying. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Thursday, Thanksgiving was terrible. I had a terrible Thanksgiving. One of the worst days of my life was on Thanksgiving because of that game. Okay. That means I've lived a pretty good life. I would say so myself, but, uh, but that, that game really offended me. I was supposed to go hang with, uh, do some Friendsgiving cause I'm still in Spokane. I didn't go. I didn't go. I already said I wasn't going to go, but I thought during the day I might go. That happened. I sat on my couch, got called by multiple people. They're all, where, where are you at? You coming? I said, no, I just lost the Cowboys bet. Ruined my weekend. I've been, you don't want, you don't want my bad vibes here. Yeah. You don't want my bad vibes. I've been stewing about it this entire weekend. So just got that off my chest. Um, okay. Sunday football, Sunday night. We just watched the Browns and the Ravens go at it. A classic rivalry an AFC North rivalry. Uh, the Ravens won by six. Of course I had the Browns three and a half. Um, they kicked a field goal at the end to go up six. Thank you. My luck. Terrible week. Um, two, two things. Number one, we've said this multiple times. Baker shouldn't be playing. Uh, he's not better than Keenum right now with how bad he's banged up. He's literally wearing, I don't know if you've, if you've got a close look at him, but he looks like he's just wearing a ton of different, uh, he's wearing armor. Like he's got different things all over his body. It's like, what are you doing? You're, he's, he's like a gladiator right now. Look like a SWAT team member. Yeah. He, he limps everywhere. He has a torn shoulder. His knees all messed up. He's it's, it's come on. You don't need to, we, we understand you're tough. Okay. You're standing in there. You're taking hits. It doesn't matter. You're not helping your team win games. Lamar. If you, if you're listening to this game on the radio, or if you're just watching this, if you're, if you're blind, okay. If you're blind and you have this game on and you hear Collinsworth and Tarico, Al Michaels takes random weeks off. I don't know what he, what he does, but he, just, he takes like five games off a year at this point, the last few years, take this one off Mike Tarico and Chris Collinsworth. You'd swear Lamar's having the game of his life. The way that they're oohing and gnawing about him. He threw, he had two really awesome Lamar esque plays that, that he's known for. He threw four interceptions. Okay. Come on. He had a terrible game. He played really bad. The only reason they won was that Baker Mayfield is wearing the same armor that uh, Deontay Wilder wore before that fury fight that went <laughs> down. Okay. It's a, it's a, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just, I'm just mad that I lost the bet really, but I mean, like, I understand we can gush over Lamar's greatness and his great plays, but he had a really bad game. He threw three interceptions on three straight drives and he, 
it's like, if I'm serious, if you're watching this blind, if you're listening to this, uh, you, you'd swear he's having the best game of his career. So, okay. Enough of those takes from me. Uh, congrats to the Ravens, still the one seed in the AFC. I wanted the Browns to win for my paths, but whatever. Steve, limited time that you watch this because you were watching Paul Rudd uh, chuck it up in Ghostbusters. What'd you think of what you saw? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, I agree with uh, the Baker take. Like he just needs, their defense obviously is playing great today. Uh, I'm guessing because they the Ravens didn't put that much points. They got four interceptions. I don't know how you take four interceptions and turn that into 10 points. So it looks like you need to start someone else and uh, <laughs> give it a go because uh, Baker's not doing it. I just want him to get healthy. He's a, he's a fine quarterback when healthy. Like a lot of people hate on Baker. We're some of them. Um, but I think he's a fine quarterback. I don't think he's bad. I think he's, I think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl if he's healthy. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's a top 15 quarterback when healthy. Yeah, it just is. He's so limited right now. And it, now there's other injuries too on that offense. Obviously, they got rid of Odell. Not that he helped really, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think the Browns, they're 500 now. Um, the Ravens, I think, got their eighth win. I think seventh or eighth. Yeah, eighth. They're eight and three. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see where we go from here. Okay. Game of the week. Packers Rams was what's highlighted to be the game of the week. Hmm. You know, I think McVeigh's lost some of his allure. The sparkle, the sheen, it's gone. I think people have figured him out. And this seems like a yearly occurrence now to where the Rams start every season looking hot, new wrinkles in the offense, things working, moving like a well-oiled machine. And then midway through the season, tire pops. You know, uh, uh, check engine lights on. Uh-oh, radiator exploded. Yeah. Vapor everywhere. Now you're on the, now you're on the side of the interstate calling AAA learning you have no coverage. So you got to just leave your car there abandoned. And this isn't a cheap car. This is a 2021 Audi, okay, that he has to leave abandoned. Now, I don't know why they don't have AAA coverage, but I, uh, that's all, all I'm saying. This is part of, my, part of my hypothetical. That's the wrong word. Um, <laughs> but anywho, anywho, it just seems like this team isn't that scary. This is who Matthew Stafford is, though. I mean, we've seen this over a decade in Detroit. He's also had amazing starts to the season that usually end in uh, in collapse. And he's also really banged up. They, he, he said something in an interview today, and it perplexed. Why are these quarterbacks playing if they're on their deathbed? I don't get it. You, it's better that if you're healthy than if you're playing extremely injured. I just I think that that's correct. Is that not? He just, yeah, I mean, if, if some of these quarterbacks, at least – with like the medicine and stuff that the NFL teams have at their disposal, you they they some of them will probably only need two weeks off. And if you're already going to lose these games anyways, you might as well let them rest for two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's just uh, it's just odd to me because what was the pregame report? There was a pregame report about Stafford where um, where it's basically like he wakes up every day with back pain. Yeah. It's like, what? What's wrong with you, man? I'll find and with it. And with how tough these guys are, too, it's like like them waking up with back pain, which probably means it's like it would be like us debilitating and we wouldn't be able to go out for the rest of the day. 
Listen, this is this is what it says. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford has been dealing with pain in his throwing arm, his elbow, a sore ankle, and chronic back pain. Take a few weeks off, recover, uh, yeah. and guess what? You'll actually have a chance at a Super Bowl. This Rams team's not a Super Bowl team. You can't convince me. They look terrible. I know they kept this game kind of close. The reason is, is they hit two huge plays um, for touchdowns, one to Van yeah. Jefferson, one to Odell. Really good, really good passes there. He didn't look injured there, but he's just got happy feet in that pocket sometimes. He doesn't, he doesn't sense pressure. He's playing bad. And uh, this is a guy who a lot of people thought would be MVP this year. He looked really good in the first two months of the season. Now he's regressed something dramatic. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with, with the Rams. They've, they've invested a lot in this team. It's 2020 Audi, 2021 Audi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Packers. You got the drama queen Rogers, who says his toe is just destroyed, just mangled. He has a mangled toe. He's running. He ran for a touchdown on a bootleg. Yeah. You think? You think? Little fake too. He threw at uh, Jalen Ramsey too. A little with a pass that looked like he was doing all right. I think he's lying. I think he's uh, lying. Maybe not. maybe not that far. He probably has an injured toe. He's making it sound like it's. The, it's like you. You know. Have you ever got a, have you ever stubbed your toe? The initial injury isn't that bad. Then a day later, it hurts terribly. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's making it seem like his toe's like that. His toe's not like that. <laughs> his toe's fine. He's running around. It's just, I'm sick of him. I, I can't stand it. Uh, great game. A couple of really good balls by him. Um, I still, I still just feel like they, I know they're nine and three. I don't feel like they're nine and three. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they're every year. It's like I feel like the Packers just sneak up. You're like, oh, this is a ten-win team. What the hell? Oh yeah, last year's thirteen and three, both both years, both years. Yeah. So I mean, this team has a lot of chemistry. They've been together for a while, for a long time. Um, Lafleur has to be one of the best coaches because he's always con- he's like in two seasons he was twenty-six and six. He's gonna add to that this year. Um, I don't know. There's just something about this team. I'm, I'm not all in. I'm not all in yet. Keep it going. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, this team is the, could be – I feel like the Packers are like kind of like the Chargers. Where you don't know if they're fraudulent or not, but the Packers, you have to figure that out in the playoffs. The Chargers, you figure that out this week. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, Green Bay remaining schedule, 9-3, first in the NFC right now – or second in the NFC to the Cardinals. Bears at Ravens. Browns, Vikings, at Lions. Um, mostly winnable games. Yeah, I think at worst they drop two, so uh, yeah. five five that's losses. A, but that's, a, that's at worst too. I feel like I feel like they can contain probably the Ravens and the Vikings will probably be a tough game because they're playing good now and it's a rival. So they have a bye week coming up this week. So. Oh, so that's probably gonna help them a lot, actually. Get your toe right, Aaron. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. Toe. I don't want to hear about it anymore. In two weeks, if I hear about your toe, I'm pissed. Jesus, he looks so bad. And I, I'm serious. Like I don't want to. I'm not trying to be rude. He looks like Frank Gallagher, okay, in that helmet. He, which, if you haven't watched Shameless, you haven't watched Shameless. He, Frank Gallagher, is a dehabilitating drunk father who often sleeps on the road, even though he has a house because he's just he's just a drunk. That's what Aaron Rodgers looks like. I don't know if he's going for that. If that's what he's going for, it's a good look. I don't think that's what he's going for. I think he thinks he looks good. 
you don't. Sorry. Never seen um, Shameless, but I've seen it pop up on Netflix. I knew immediately what character you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's actually a great show. There's, he got a liver transplant in the show because of his liver going. And uh, one of the greatest episodes, it, it tailed off after like season five. There's like 11 seasons, but they're the early Shameless, great TV. It's like billions. That's what happens with Showtime. They have good shows that go bad because they keep them going for too long. Yeah. But with Shameless, he got a new liver, spoiler alert, and he went on the Chicago River and he drank some rum or whiskey, something like that. It brought a tear to my eye because if I got a new liver, I'd do the same exact thing. You got it. You don't change your, you don't change the habits. You just got to adapt. Yeah, exactly. You see that in my like 500 pound life or whatever it is. Like, oh yeah, exactly. They get the surgery. They're slowly bullshit. That surgery would suck because it, <laughs> it shrinks your stomach so much. Yeah. It would actually be painful to eat that much food. Yeah. It's supposed to restrict you from being able to, or else you puke or it explodes. You don't want to do that. Um, okay. Bucks Colts early game of the day. This and this and the Pats Titans. We'll do Bucks Colts first. Um, honestly, they they won by seven. This feels like it could have gone either way. I had a lot of money on the Bucks, thankfully minus three. Uh, that Leonard Fournette touchdown brought me great joy because I thought they were just going to kick the field goal. Leonard Fournette, by the way, great man. Got, they got him for free last year. He was cut by Jacksonville. They got him for free and he's been phenomenal since joining the team. He, at the start last year, he was kind of benched um, and he came on great playoff run. And he's been great this year. He has 50 or he has like 55 catches so far. He's became a receiving back Uh, this game. He had four touchdowns. Wow. And then Gronk Gronk 120 yards vintage Gronk tonight. I I love what I was seeing. Just what you got to go to the end zone. Brady was fine. He threw a bad pick on one of those fucking picks. You know, sometimes QBs do it. Just throw it up. Just throw it up. If somebody catches it, cool. Colts. Carson Wentz, three touchdowns first half. Zero in the second half. Had a few turnovers in the second half. Uh, I think they. I think the Colts had five, five turnovers, which is the story of the game. Five turnovers and only losing by seven is actually really good. So I, um, I came away from this game thinking what I thought before the game. Colts, good team. Really enjoying them on Hard Knocks, the two episodes that, that have happened so far, the in-season Hard Knocks. Uh, yeah. I'm liking the in-season Hard Knocks. That's kind of cool. I like that a lot. I, w- I hope they keep it because I think that I love Hard Knocks. When it starts with the, the preseason one's great. The in-season one, though, you're not dealing with randoms that don't make the roster with good stories. What you're dealing with is the stars, okay? Bring me the stars. And Indy doesn't really have many stars. Darius Leonard and Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz would be are the three that are tar- they talk about most. I like it. I'm enjoying it. And so keep it up. Uh, Colts six and six. I think they get a wild card spot. I still believe that. I think they're a top tier team. Losing to the Bucks like this, not bad. Here's the Colts' remaining schedule. It's not easy, but it's not too hard. They got Texans. They have to win that. Patriots on Saturday night. Um, ooh, don't know about that at Cardinals. That'll be hard, but then they ended with the Raiders and Jaguars. So if they can win three of their last six games, right? Three, three of the last five, I think they're fine. Three out of five. Yeah. They can go three and two and make it. So that's the goal. What's that? What's going on behind you? Do we make it some? 
It's my dishwasher. Ah, that's a good sound. <laughs> Everybody's gonna love that sound. <laughs> um, it's all good. Okay. And then the Bucks. My Bucks takes the same. I still I wish they played more consistently. That offense rolls, it's hard to stop. That secondary is bad, and that's not gonna change. So they're gonna need to they're gonna need to pull a rabbit out of their hat defensively, which they did last year in the playoffs. So until they lose in the playoffs, they're still my pick. Okay. You have anything to say about that game? I was just thinking when I was watching this game earlier, just imagine this team with Andrew Luck. Oh my God. This would be a powerhouse team. I can't believe this would be the best team in the NFL right now if they had Andrew Luck. That doesn't get talked about enough. He was a pretty much clear cut top five QB that retired at like age 30. He would be a definite Hall of Famer if he played like every year he could have played. Yeah. But I respect yeah. him for going out when he wanted to go out, not from injuries or anything. That's true. What's he up to? Is, is there any update on Andrew Luck? Seems like he'd be the goat farmer or something. Like you know what I'm saying? He'd live like <laughs> he'd live in the Just middle the of nowhere. In- <laughs> he probably is. I don't know. I I like that. I actually haven't heard anything about him. That means he's probably actually enjoying life and doing what he wants to do. Andrew Luck made his football comeback, and here's why no one knew about it. Oh, he's playing in the CFL. I'm just kidding. Be funny. Just yeah, kidding. no one knew. Um, he, what's he doing? What is he up to? Okay, I don't know. Somewhere he's somewhere. He's doing something somewhere. <laughs> we know that for certain. He quarterbacked a scout team offense at a Colorado high school. Well, he's helping out. I'm just surprised he's actually done. I want him back. I want him back in the league, but you're right. It's cool that he went out on his own terms. How old is he? He's only 32. 32. I got it. That's it. (laughs) That's not that old. That's wild. Okay. You maybe you're making me want to watch some Andrew Luck highlights. Um, I might do that later tonight, too. He was he was really good in college too. Also, uh, geez, yeah, same opinions as you. Uh, okay, Patriots Titans. Oh my gosh, Stephen. Yep. My prediction of the Patriots ain't so funny now, is it? From the preseason, huh? Well, I mean, besides, I don't think anyone thought they were going to be this good. Besides, diehard Patriots fans. I want to see some takes from people who weren't hardcore Patriots fans or just and not Alabama fans. I want to see them be like Mac Jones is going to take this team to the playoffs and win their division. This team is, I think, the best team in football. Like full, full, uh, all, all phases. Not, not that it's like this year is. There's no dominant team, so I think you can make the case for probably five or six teams if you really want to. Yeah, it's weird to you. This, this year is weird. It's fun. There's a real, there's a real chance. And I don't know what the odds are. I, I have to look at this, but there's a real chance the Patriots bucks Super Bowl happens. And if that happens, I'll, I can die happy after that game. Regardless, can you imagine going into a game, a Super Bowl where you're like house money? <laughs> I get like either, either Brady gets another one, which would just be cool for him or the Patriots are, you know, there I'd root for the Patriots. Because Brady already got seven, so I'd want the Patriots to get their seventh. I decided. I actually thought about this today uh, when I'm watching these games because the Patriots are just – they're dominating everybody. 
And I know that's not going to happen all season. They play the Colts on they or they play the Bills this upcoming week. That's a huge game that will dictate a lot of what happens in the AFC. And then they play the Colts in a couple weeks, and then they play the Bills again. So those those three games, we'll see who if they're if there are what I'm thinking, or if they're a little less. But now nah, I'm just I'm I'm on cloud nine. Mac Jones brings me so much joy. He was balling today in play action. He was just. Uh, he was just oh gosh it was beautiful i i'm like i'm watching and crying there's tears in my eyes when i'm watching this game and i can't believe it that so it's a home run it's a home run pick people people will do this thing with mac jones where they're gonna try to discredit him and i'm Check not gonna get on mac and that and that and you if you look at like the advanced analytics you'll see that he actually throws the ball more deep than most quarterbacks in the league yeah his average depth of target is is more than mahomes I am sick of the, I am so tired of the people that will do this thing where it's like, yeah, Mac Jones was in the best situation. He's the most pro ready. If he's the most pro ready teams that need a quarterback should draft that quarterback. I'm sorry. I'm not drafting a project like Kai or like uh, Wilson, Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. If you need a QB, you draft the guy that you think is going to be a good QB, not the one that might be good by, you know, just work. What? What are you doing? I, I love Mac Jones. Um, give me, sign him, sign him up, give him the extension, 40 million a year. He's going to be there. Uh, uh, the run game, two headed monster that they have with Harris and Stevenson. I love it. I love what I'm seeing. The receivers are bad and he's still being a Mac still effective with them. Uh, they get a number one in their next year. They're going to be even better. That offensive line's starting to click it was pretty bad earlier on and the defense is great and it's i'm gonna i'm gonna delete <laughs> what i said after the cowboys game okay that 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 podcast is going to be taken down so uh the only person that will be able to get that right now is steve you're the only one hearing this i'm deleting that i can't allow those takes to be saved forever that's a terrible takes by me i'm a piece i'm an idiot i'm an idiot bill belichick is is um is amazing i love him and I, I regret everything I ever said. That's terrible by me. Too bad so, yes. no, one will, no one will hear it. Nobody will know it unless you already memorized it or if you have it saved. So, uh, anywho, my my the the Titans, which I think we we should say is quickly, um, terrible terrible uh, injury luck this year, and to lose. The thing is, I can't really, I can't really judge this Titans team with how they play today. They don't have any of their top options. No, no Julio, no AJ Brown, and of course no Henry. You really can't rate this team properly. Uh, they did run the ball well, which I was actually surprised going into the going into uh, this what happened. But it's just you know, it's it's hard to be it's hard to be good when. It's hard to be effective when you have no weapons on offense. So, okay. Yeah, especially people you're used to doing it with. So, even harder. Exactly. Anything you want to say? No, I was, I was surprised they ran the ball well too because it felt like they. It's hard to replace someone like Derrick Henry, in in the kind of rushing schemes you do because there's not another NFL player like Derrick Henry. So. It's not like you could just plug and play running backs like uh, like the Packers kind of do, the 49ers do. You can't really do that with a, a player like Derrick Henry. And receiving, no. I'm looking at these names of people. I don't Good know. 
I don't. Nick Westbrook. Nope. Cody Holster. Hollister. I know that guy. He plays Hollister. For okay. Des Fitzpatrick. Nope. Nicole Pruitt. <laughs> nope. Anthony uh, Fixter. Fixter. Uh, Fixer. Fixer or whatever. Fixture. He's a tight yeah. end. Yeah, I know that guy. But that, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, and then all these guys, I, like, I know a couple of them, but not, not really. Like, this team is full of random wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're lucky the Colts lost, honestly. I still think they make the playoffs just because they're going to, they're, what are they at? Eight wins? Yeah, they're at eight wins. They need to win one or two more games this season. Two to guarantee, one to probably get in. They have Jacksonville next week. Yeah. Lock that one up. And then they have the Dolphins week 16, Titans week 17. Or sorry, Texans week 17. So they should get two or three more wins. Just if we're being. Yeah, they'll probably probably lock it up like the AFC said. It's because the Colts had such a horrendous start to the season. Yeah. Unless the Titans lose one of these, like gimme games uh but it it's it'll probably be locked up here soon it's not unless yeah no, this, this probably locked up it's not one of these divisions in the afc that are like very very close not exactly because if you look at their you would think because they're only two down but if you look at their schedule they have a lot of gimmies yeah good for them um they deserve to make the playoffs you know they're still a playoff team. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they're in a bad division and they just get in like like a certain other NFC division last year. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's, right. True. Them and the Colts, I think, will both make the playoffs. Just uh, the the Colts will be a wild card team, probably the last wild card team. Yeah, I agree. So before we we're gonna do two more games, but the playoff picture, I think it's up to date now. You want to um, do it at the end? Yeah, let's do that at the end. Okay. Okay, two more games real quick. Uh, I just want to say, Big Ben, I complimented him last week. Looks good. Actually had a good arm. Zip on the ball. Uh, wow. Ooh, yikes. He played terrible. One week. Today. The yeah. one week where we all praise Big Ben. He, he comes has back an to all-time earth. sticker. Yeah. Comes back to earth. And uh, it, it took us It took us <laughs> 13 weeks to praise him. And then. Yeah, he came back to earth. And the Bengals have now won three straight against Pittsburgh. Uh, a team that they never beat, like in our our entire lives, they've won three straight. The Spangles team seven and four. That entire AFC North is last place is five and five and one. That's the Steelers. You have six and five or six and six, whatever the Browns are. Then the Bengals seven and five, and the Ravens nine and three. Good division. Going to be fun to see what happens at the end there. I just wanted to touch on that. Big Ben stinks again. Okay, it's official. Two other th- and let, do you want to say anything about that? Or are you good? No, I, I just watched the highlights of this game. It wasn't that interesting. Okay, quick notes on three other games. Sorry. Uh, first one, Cam Newton is officially not back. Um, <laughs> Everyone we praised last week that's that's a struggler. Uh, not good. If you guess Cam Newton's stats, if you don't have them up, I don't have them up. Can you can you guess them for me? Completions, attempts, yards. Uh, 15 for 30, 100 yards, five for 15 yards, five for 21, 92 yards. Yeah, I didn't watch. Oh, that's close on yards. One of the worst, and you know what? I know he got benched. I just assumed I didn't know it was that bad, though. 
No, it's one of the worst starts I've seen uh, in a long time. I love Cam. I don't want to say anything bad about him, but let's just, you know, he's done. It's probably not going to last long. He got a really nice contract from the Panthers, a very generous contract to bring him back there. And good for him because he scammed the hell out of that team <laughs> because uh, he is not, he's not, he's done. He's finished. He's washed. It sucks. I love Cam, but yeah. Okay. Congrats to the Jets getting the win. And then the other game I wanted to say, Eagles-Giants. I was the only one that picked the Giants to cover, three, I think it was three and a half. I did that. I thought it was a stupid bet. I literally, on the ones that I said, hey, congrats, Steve, you got a free win. The Lions, they covered, and then the, then the uh, Giants. Those are the two. And I don't know how, but the, the Giants made Jalen Hurts look terrible. It's weird because what I dislike about the NFL – uh talking heads is they overreact so much to individual games or little patches two or three game patches where you see somebody outdo what they've done previously and i don't think jalen hurts is as bad as he is in this game but i also don't think he's close to as good as he was the last few weeks the playbook with him is extremely limited uh he's a great scrambler he's i think he's electric he's like a lamar a lamar light pretty much because uh he plays very very much like lamar except lamar is better at passing and jalen hurts still lacks the ability to really uh scare people with his arm and if you have that as a quarterback you know success is limited because you can really game plan against that uh and that's what the giants did they had a great game plan defensively uh daniel jones no turnovers that's important and Jalen Hurts just had a stinker. Now, again, I'm not doing an instant reaction. I'm, I'm, I say I don't like that. I'm trying not to do that. Um, he's, he's been good this year. I still don't think that they found this, the, the solution. Everybody, I read something this morning that said Jalen Hurts balling out this well or this, 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 this good lately uh, makes them not need a quarterback. The position's been filled. They got three first-round draft picks this year. And I read that. And I was like, ah, we've said, I've said multiple times, are they going to go with Minshew at all? And Obviously, the last few weeks, uh, Hertz has been good, so no. But I don't think this has been a solved position. This team was winning a few games against bad teams. You know, I, I'm not sold. Are you sold? No, I don't think. I don't think there's a quarterback though in this draft class that I would for sure take over. Jaylen oh yeah, Hertz. no need. Same here. Same here. I do like to the dude out of Pittsburgh a lot. I actually want the Broncos to draft him, but uh, that's because we don't have anyone better than that, but except TB five, if he can stay healthy, uh, but we, we get a, but no, I don't think anyone's better than Jalen Hurts, but I still don't think he's like the answer. You don't, you don't want someone like that's the middle ground that it, it could be the guy, but he never quite lives up to that. You want, you want the guy. Those are the teams that actually win Super Bowls and do stuff in the playoffs. The big problem is, is he's going to get like, he's going to get a big contract. Yeah. If you're a middle, yeah, exactly. If you're a middle level quarterback and you're a starter in the NFL and you're a franchise guy, which you could be Baker, you could be, uh, you could be Hertz. You're getting at least 25 million at the very minimum, at the very bare minimum. It's probably more like 30 now because of how much the, the caps grew. Uh, I just don't think if you're a team, you can justify giving Jalen Hurts a $30 million deal. And that's where I'm at. There aren't any good quarterbacks in this class. 
I would say he's better than any of them. So you're going to have to go out. You're going to have to either do another year with Hertz, trade those picks for a QB, an established guy. I, that could happen. We've talked, we've talked in, in nauseum about Rogers, Wilson, Watson. So yeah, this is who they've, this is their schedule coming up though. Okay. And I want everybody that's listening to this to remember this because he's going to look good to finish the season up. They have the jets. They have Washington twice. They have the giants again, and they have the Cowboys, not exactly intimidating defenses. They can win out. They really could. The Eagles that would get them to 10 and seven. I don't think they'll win out, but that can get them to 10 and seven. It's just, I don't know. I don't think this is a good team. Sorry. I, I, it's this division. Again, the NFC East is stinky. Um, the Giants, four and seven, Washington, four and six, Eagles, five and seven, and Dallas is seven and four. Dallas losing that game against the Raiders was a very bad loss. And I, I said the refs, it's the refs, but I mean, still, you need that. That's an unexcusable. You shouldn't be close with the Raiders. They stink. So that's pretty much it on Jalen Hurts. I like him. I really do. I think he, I think he, mm-hmm. uh, he got the shit into the stick in Alabama with, with Tua, who was better than him. But transferring, having that type of season with Oklahoma, and then coming into the NFL where you're clearly drafted as a backup, the guy in front of you stinks it up. You come in and you're actually effective and you're, and you're, you're electric. That's great. I want him to have a long career. I just, uh, I just don't think that he's a long-term option for a team. And he, I hope he proves me wrong because I do. I, I like him. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a hater, but I'm being a hater. I'm not trying to be. So, there we go. Last one. Oh, last one. Yeah, I, sorry, we didn't talk about this. Vikings 49ers. Um, San Fran's gonna make the playoffs, I think. Yeah, they turned the Jets on at the right time. We can. We get. Let's do that. Let's let's do the. Uh, let's see the playoff picture. Okay. Kind of goes in, that kind of goes in with what you're talking about. Yep. Seven playoff teams per conference. We're going to start with the NFC. So if the season ended today, here's how the seedings would go. Arizona, they would have the bye. The Packers two seed, the Bucks three seed, the Cowboys four seed, the Rams five seed. And then, or sorry, okay. So the division winners would be Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas. The wild card teams would be the Rams, who are seven and four, the 49ers, who are six and five, and the Vikings, who are five and six. They would be in the playoffs right now. Here are the teams on the bubble. You're gonna, you're gonna shit your pants when I say this name. The Falcons are the first team out, five and six. <laughs> the Saints, five and six. Eagles, five and seven. Panthers, five and seven. Washington, four and six. Giants four and seven, and then the Bears four and seven. And after that, you have the Seahawks and who are three and seven playing tomorrow. They can get to four and seven. And the Lions, who are out, oh, 10 and one. Not mathematically out, but they're out. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're definitely out. So you got 15 teams in this conference that can make the playoffs, right? Like realistically, yeah. I don't think Seattle does. I don't think the Bears do. I don't think the Giants do, but they actually have a chance. They're one game back, they're one game out of the seven seed. So that's so much parody. Um, now, I don't think a lot, I don't think obviously only seven teams make it. I don't think those, those bottom teams make it. But what I'm basically saying is we're in for a great 
final run in the NFC for the playoff picture. And a lot of things are going to move. You can look at these teams' schedules right now. Um, but first week games, it would be the Packers versus the 49ers. Ooh. It'd be the Bucks versus the Rams again. And then the, oh, sorry. My apologies. It would be the Vikings versus the Packers. That'd be interesting. The 49ers versus the Bucks and the Rams versus the Cowboys. Those games can go in anyway. Yeah, that's a bit in today. I'm just saying, we're going to have a lot of fireworks there. That Viking or the 49ers win against the Vikings is huge. Six and five. They're now two games up on the rest of the, the rest of the wild card seekers. And look at where the 49ers came from. Do you remember when we all cast them off to die against when, before that Rams game, this is not going to make the playoffs. It seems not good. Look at them now, three straight wins. Um, Crazy how quick a season can be turned around because it was, it was November. It was earlier this month where we're like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about this? No, it's actually this, the NFC this year is just strange. Just, I mean, I actually think this whole year is strange. You thought it would be during the main pandemic year, but it's been a, it's been during this year. So it's kind of interesting, but I, I think most of these teams that are in right now are probably going to stay maybe one switches out, but I think mainly unless one of them just starts tanking terribly. But I think I think most of them are probably actually going to be in when it's all said and done. Yeah, I agree. The AFC, which is even more interesting than the NFC, if you can believe it, there are twelve. There are twelve teams that are five hundred or better. Okay, I'm going to go from the bottom. The Jacksonville Jaguars are two and nine. The Texans are two and nine. The Jets, three and eight. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I think I'm echoing a little. Uh, you sound fine. Okay. Um, so those three teams are out. The Dolphins are five and seven. You look at their remaining schedule. <laughs> there's a good chance that they can win out. I don't think they will, but there's a chance. They're going to probably win nine games. Steelers five and five. But anyways, okay, I'll go from the top. The, the Ravens are now uh, eight and three. They're in first place. The Patriots are eight and four. The Titans are eight and four. And the Chiefs are seven and four. Those are your division champions. The wild card teams are Bengals seven and four, Bills seven and four, Chargers six and five. Um, I feel like the Bronx, did the Chargers already beat the Broncos once? They played both games. Uh, I think, yeah, the, they lost earlier in the year to the Chargers and then they beat them. This okay. Time. That's, that's why they're still there then. Okay. So they're there based on a, uh, the win percentage in division games because uh the chargers yeah. i think of we, we've only played two division games and both of them are the chargers so i think the chargers have played three division games because they beat the raiders before too okay on the bubble broncos six and five raiders six and five Colts six and six Browns six and six steelers five five and one and the dolphins five and seven so that's 13 teams that it's literally one game separating uh the seven seed and the team out of the playoffs. That's very interesting. Uh, right now, if the, if the season is today, the Ravens would have the bye. The Patriots would play the Chargers. The Titans would play the Bills. That'd be a great game if they're both healthy. And the Chiefs would play the Bengals, which would also be a really fun game, I think. So 
all I'm saying, we're, I'm just basically reading stuff off. I'm not really, we're not really saying anything here, but listen, I'm actually ready to call. This is probably the, the most parody type season in NFL history. I don't think there's a dominant team. Like I said, the case can be made for six, five or six or seven that they're the best team. And I'm expecting fireworks. This is basically a mid-season uh, rundown of, what, of where we're at and where we're going. I think that has there ever been a year that you could think of in the, since, since like high school where there's so many people that can win Super Bowls? Like, would you, I, I would be, okay, I'd be shocked if the Bengals won the Super Bowl. But I'm saying what I, yeah. which of these teams would you be shocked most about? Okay. I'm going to give you every playoff team one more time and just wait after I read this, then just say you got Ravens, Patriots, Titans, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Chargers, Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, 49ers, Vikings. Which team would shock you the most? If you told me in like 2010, like which team is, uh, or like in 2014, which team is like the best? Yeah, sure. Probably NFC would probably be probably the Cardinals because the Vikings were so good back then. Well, I'd say the Bucks then if we're doing 2014 because they they like just drafted yeah. ah, they got Davis or whatever. So never mind. Probably the Cowboys. They're never winning anything. Yeah, probably the Bills. Probably probably the Bills would be that one and Bengals. I I'd be like Dalton. Oh, Carson, <laughs> Carson Palmer's back. He's back 100. Huh? The the Red Rifle Dalton. He got a he got a ring. Um, yeah, I I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not like a couple of these teams. Like even like a, three years ago, we'd be like, "Oh, they're not very good." Do do you think either the Cardinals or the Ravens are the best team in their division? Because I don't. Uh, or, not division conference. No. Yeah. Neither do I. I I I would say like if I put money on it, I think both those teams. I would I not the Ravens probably more Cardinals, but at the same time, it's like it's so close. Like they. The, each team already has the leader right now has three and the Cardinals have two losses. Like, would you expect a, like someone in the lead in week 11, week, uh, week 12, that they're already have three losses as a division leader. No, it's, usually there, usually there's, usually there's a team that's just dominant, right? Yeah. Like the, like the two, the two makes sense, but like yeah. three losses already, like, and that mm. they're only separated by two games from a team out of the playoffs. It's going to piss me off when Tampa doesn't get the one seed because they fucked around and lost to um, Washington. That's going to be the one yeah. that kills them. Or the Saints with Trevor Simeon. They should actually have one loss like in, in, all, yeah. in all reality. like they, they should not lose those games, but they did. So, you know, they have nobody else to blame but themselves. They stunk. But, yeah. I feel like Tom Brady always has, like, one year where it's like if they would have got the one seed, they probably would have won the Super Bowl, and I feel like that's going to be again this year. If they, if they end up not winning, it would be like, well, they probably would have won if they were the one seed. Yeah. I agree. Um, but if they get there against the Patriots, I won't care either. I'm, I'm just in heaven. That game, that might be the happiest day of my life. Patriots, Tampa, Super Bowl, if that happened. <laughs> I don't know what beats that. I really don't. It's literally. He goes into a double OT. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and no, Yeah, and then you just look at the stats. Like Brady has like 600 yards. Mac Jones right behind him with 550. Jesus, that's that's literal fan fiction. Okay, that yeah, would be the you write at home during law school. You're just like, oh my god! I'll write. I'll, listen, if that becomes a Super Bowl matchup, uh, I'll write. I'll write some fan fiction. Okay, I'll write. I'll write. I'll do a nice little reading on this podcast. So, okay, that's basically it. I think we covered all bases. Um, fun week. 
Benny will be back on Tuesday. We're going to do our picks, of course. And um, yeah, we might be taking a short hiatus during winter break, just depending on what we what content we can make. Uh, that'd basically just be Christmas week, which I feel like nobody listens to pods. Anyways, I look at these listener numbers, not that good on the Thanksgiving episode. Understandable, understandable. People are with their families. If you're flying home, you better listen to the podcast. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yes, use Manscaped, BSQB at manscaped.com. Want to make this partnership permanent, boys and girls? Girls, if you need to escape your, uh, yourself as yeah. well, of course. It's for I everybody. saw a TikTok that said that uh, this girl bought one and it works a hundred percent better than any girl product that's been marketed towards girls so boom that's all you need to know boom bing bong how often do you think about that? i think about that literally hundreds of times a day i just bing think about that thing? bing bong yeah I, dude, ju- I i walk into the room sometimes and i for some reason julie's always on tiktok and she doesn't know what the bing bong fuck your life is yeah sarah didn't know that either and it's like, like my favorite it's it, i can't go on my i can't scroll five times without seeing that i saw some amazing tiktoks lately but yes that that one that one's up there yeah so. those, those i i forget what they're called but that that group of friends that goes around new york and just talks to people i know some of us probably Side, sidewalk stage. talk sidewalk talk. Yeah, sidewalk talk they did the spider-man thing earlier this year which was one of my favorite ones too they just they go crazy i know some of it's like scripted and like they they plan some of it but it oh, doesn't yeah, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't stop it from being the best content out yeah there. yeah exactly it's like the it's like drewski or whatever the the yeah guy. everything he does Drew's, is funny yeah it's funny it's my and he, he's doing way more scripted stuff than he used to but it's still amazing content and he's probably one of the funniest people yeah exactly comedians uh legitimately so okay i think that's good so thank you steve and thank you for always being here. You know, Vinny, uh, Vinny is one of the worst time managers of all time. Let's us know nothing in advance. I made the assumption he wasn't going to be here earlier this week, just because I'm like, he's definitely flying home late Sunday. And of course he was. So, okay, Steve, thank you.